Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben, how are you? I'm good, man. I had to um, I had to get some energy back for tonight's show because I was running out of gas a little bit earlier on, but I ate something. I got caffeine. What so you were running out of gas. What'd you do? Um, oh, it, it's just been a, a long uh, week. Like uh, yesterday, I uh, did 175 pounds on the prowler. So sorry, that was the what? Say it again. The prowler. So you put the you put weight on the two bars. Okay. And then you push it. You know, and in this case, I was on my knees. Oh, I is that is that one of those crawling things that you do with the weights? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So how many did you do? So. I, I pushed 175 pounds. Wow, cool. Which is which is more than I weigh. So <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that's pretty good. Right on, that's cool. And so that's about it to, for this week. Uh, yeah, I I really I really didn't have a lot going on. All right. Uh- Actually, um, later on tonight or tomorrow, I'm gonna do record the first episode of the Lights Out edition, um, which will feature NXT and NXT UK and Impact. I'm wondering if I should throw SmackDown on there this week since it's on right now. Yeah, I can throw SmackDown and Rampage on there this week. So that will be a special add-on to um the debut episode of Lights Out. But tonight, right now, because Ben, you're going away on vacation, so you asked me if we could record on Friday night instead of our regular Saturday. Yes. So tonight we have Raw and AEW along with the All Out predictions, and we're going we're going to take a look at the yearbook 1987 from Memphis. And then I have a couple of trivia questions for my uh, co-host. Very good, and you 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 came prepared for your homework this week because, uh, as I just revealed to you um, before we clicked record, um, because of my vacation, this will actually serve as our three-year anniversary show. Uh, technically, our first broadcast was on uh, September seventh, uh, three years ago, but like I said, because I'll be out of town. We'll have to start the party early. Do you have any kazoos? Uh, I don't have any in front of me right now. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you have any beverages? I okay. You know what? I was gonna get an iced tea, but I had I I wanted to. I didn't want to keep you waiting, so I grabbed my chocolates and sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so I didn't keep I didn't want to keep you waiting here by yourself. No, no, well you kept me waiting long enough, so I appreciate your attempt at punctuality. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, uh, as you can see, my um location, I'm back in the kitchen because tomorrow I'm gonna be recording and I don't want to be out in my office where there's gonna be noise upstairs. Oh yes, yeah. so are you, are your parents having visitors? No, but like sometimes they like they talk loud, and like you like you've uh, seen on editions of uh, this podcast, uh, the microphone picks up sound in the back. Yes, absolutely, and uh, 
<laughs> we've we've told plenty of stories about how your mother has scared me on this show before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, on uh, one of the early episodes, my co-host almost wet himself. <laughs> yes, and and I almost shattered my knee on that same episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Because I have a stall, I have a stall reflex to your mom's very increased volume. I almost shattered my kneecap. And then I scared you myself once with the way my voice carried from upstairs. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was that was quite eye-opening. <laughs> you're, you're lucky. Uh, no, wait, I'm not. I'm lucky. I no, you were wearing your uh, headphones, right? Yes. Oh, wow. I can imagine how loud my voice must have been. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so um, so tonight we have Ron. Okay, we ran down everything. So, Ben, we're saving into Monday Night Raw. Actually, before that, because I read this earlier. Well, first of all, we are going to... Uh, say our son, Dark and Old, so to the family of... Uh, Daphne. Absolutely. So that was pretty. That was pretty uh, sad. Uh, and um, yeah, she I she went on because I read that she went on Instagram Live on the first, and then yesterday uh, they found her. Uh, they found that she had uh, committed suicide. Yeah, and you know that's that's always a tough one uh, for me because. Um, you know, I, I personally have experienced someone that I'm, that I was very close to commit suicide. So I always, um, absolutely despise, uh, hearing stuff like that. And, um, you know, I was really hoping for the best in terms of, um, you know, maybe they could get to her in time, but apparently, and obviously that wasn't the case. So, um, you know, our, our very heartfelt condolences to the family and, and loved ones of Daphne. And, um, you know, from a wrestling perspective, I always thought that she was tremendously under, underrated and before her time. I, um, I personally loved the gimmick and, uh, you know the stuff that she did in the in the WCW days, but particularly I was a particularly a big fan of hers during her run in uh, TNA. And then um, she also appeared in ROH as well. Yes, and I was I was just reading um, ROH's uh, uh, tweet about that, or I should say Instagram post. And um. Yeah, like I even know some friends that like uh, saw this and they wish they could have uh, helped out, but they didn't have any contact information. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, you know, um, you know, not not to make it about anybody else, um, but it, it's these particular stories are always um, very difficult um, because. You know, you, you never want to see somebody go before their time. And I don't know if you saw this, but, like, I didn't get to see uh, the Instagram Live. Someone actually uploaded this to YouTube. 
Uh, that's well. I I was not aware of that. I have not seen any of the Instagram lives. Not not that I would ever make an effort to go back and uh, take a look at them, given the outcome. Yeah, no, but um, I'm just, I'm just saying, like uh, someone actually like uploaded. Then then uh, they commented, uh, like they wrote, like and subscribe for more videos. R.I.P. Daphne. Um, to, to which I have to respond, you are a special kind of, of, of moron, and, and you may be psychopathic. I don't know. Like um, that, that's terrible, using that to gain followers and subscribers. Well, I, I hope they get kicked off of YouTube for that. That's absolutely vile. So, um, and then, okay, so uh, this week I was reading... Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard will be producing the revamped NXT uh, starting with the first episode on September 14th. Ben, I have a question. Yes. Now, for the longest time, NXT was known as the black and gold brand, right? Yeah. What are they going to call it now with this new stupid logo? It's like Vince Vince just celebrated his birthday someone bought him a paint set. Yes, either either that or either that or he got carried away with um with the confetti. But um, I I have made the finger paint joke myself uh, when we first saw the uh, and, logo on the podcast. And, and that brought that brought I was thinking about the show because that brought another thought to mind. Vince is always competing against some company or other, right? Right. Where's the competition here? All he's doing is competing with himself. So either way, he wins because NXT is WWE. So I don't know what his problem was. Why? Why was everything fine before and now all of a sudden it's not? Uh, I don't know, but you know, it's um like he's he, he, he's winning this time because he's just competing against himself. It's stupid. Well, well, nobody's winning, least of all no, WWE, no. because well, this, well, shit, no, the, this the fans, shit is just terrible. We're not winning. The fans aren't winning because uh, okay. Before just, we before we get carried away, I wish it'd be into Monday Night Raw. Yeah, because if we go and, and too I, I far have down one, this road. I have one part of Rob that please tell me that that you're with me on this one. Charlotte Flair and Nia Jax. Fucking embarrassing. (laughs) Thank you. What is it with everyone uh, on social media like praising that match and saying good stuff about it? Uh, Fuck. You know. What was good about it? You know what? Absolutely nothing. To answer your question, nothing at all. Initially, I gave it a low score, and I went back to watch it a second time. I thought maybe I might it might change my mind. I no, I I can't do it. I'm gonna I'm keeping the the same score. I gave it a one. I know a point five actually. A lot. It was terrible. Everything. Absolutely awful. You know. And with that being said, because I could go on a rant just with that, but let's get into um, Raw in general, and then we will obviously fold that into the review. Um, so, so Raw kicked off 
Uh, they were in the uh, Chesapeake Energy Arena in Oklahoma City. And um, I got to tell you, my friend, this may well have been one of the most convoluted uh, beginnings to Monday Night Raw I've, I've ever seen. You mean they mean Priest promo? Um, yeah, with with everybody coming out and and wanting a shot at it, it's just you know how 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 many challengers did we see come out like six of them? And you know what? I saw um red. We didn't get any of the matches that was advertised. We only got one, and but. Apparently, Vince McMahon rewrote the final script himself at the last at the last minute. Well, I mean, it, um, unfortunately, Elia, that's not a rare occurrence. No, I know. I'm saying, like, uh, you see how? Okay, I've uh, I've made this comparison in the past. Now, remember right. on Star Trek when they have that uh, teleporter thing? Yes. That uh, Spock and Kirk used to trans- transport from the start Enterprise to wherever they, their destination is. Yes, you're showing off your nerdery, by the way. <laughs> but yes. So when they do that, their body gets split up into a billion, a million billion molecules. So you never know which version of the person lands at their destination. We right. never know which version of Raw we're getting. Well, either way, it has been consistently horrendous for years, okay? This this abomination of Monday Night Raw is embarrassing to witness. I mean, it's, it just is. Um, you know, and, and honestly, um, you know, there was, there was only one highlight and the rest of it was lowlights. Oh, oh, okay. What do you got? I, I really, I really loved the triple threat match for the U.S. title between, uh, Damian Priest, uh, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Yep. Okay. Yep. That was that's what I from my highlights. Um, there were a couple of um, really cool spots in that match. Um, one was a uh, a white noise off the middle rope by Sheamus. I think that one was to uh, was to Drew McIntyre, I believe. Okay. And then um, then the other cool spot was. Um, Drew McIntyre was upside down in in the corner, and the other two were positioned above him, uh, getting ready to execute a suplex. Oh, I I know the spot you're talking about. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and um, and uh, the core strength exhibited by McIntyre to haul himself up and deliver a uh, like a um powerbomb variation which led to the execution of the suplex that was tremendous yep um so yeah that match was really good if you if you um 
didn't get a chance to see any of Raw. Not that I blame you because the vast majority of it sucked, but I wouldn't encourage um, anyone listening uh, to definitely go back and take a look at that United States Triple Threat match what, because what that was very good. What about AJ Styles and Nick TV Woods? Um, honestly, I not that it's a bad match. Um, but it's difficult for me to care because I don't know why they have um, they have stuck AJ Styles in this you know lower mid card position. I I really I you really see because they haven't paired up with Omos. <laughs> Omos isn't uh, a high card, a main event card. Well, no, <laughs> no, and and the fact that he. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but was it this week or last week where he had uh, um, the singles match with John Morrison? Um, hold on, let me, let me o- o- Omos, hold on. I think it was uh, this week. Omos and Morrison. Yeah. Yeah, it was this week. It was this past, on Monday night. Okay, now. That was bad. Now, please, we've we've seen Omos in in the ring several times now. I believe this was his uh, second singles match. Wow, I could I could be wrong, but I, I think uh, it's on, on here it probably was. But I, I I've only heard uh, I've only seen his name on NXT Light once, paired up with Bronson Reed. Yeah, and. Um, you know, I I really I don't see the appeal with Omos. He he is he he just doesn't have what it takes in my opinion. Kind of clumsy in the ring. Very. Yeah. Um, and his his movements are extremely robotic. In yeah. my, in my opinion. Like, I mean, um, his match with Morrison. Like, Morrison went, stood there and, like, he stood there, like, he went for that choke slam or whatever. And then Morrison tried to do that parkour, move off the ropes, and he missed with that. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't see how parkour is going to work on a guy the size of Omas, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, the other one, um, what about the main event, RK Bro and Lashley MVP? I thought MVP was done. Yeah, I um, you know, why are they challenging for the tag team titles? I mean, oh, this was a tag team title match too. Oh, that's right. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. Like, yeah. Okay, I understand that they're together as a unit because MVP is the manager of Lashley, but that does not make them a tag team. <laughs> Right. Like, why the <laughs> fuck is this taking place? And, and oh, you know, uh, so the low lights just keep rolling, ladies and gentlemen. But the, the lowest. Well, sorry, I, I, I put those two as my other two highlights just because, like, the wrestling itself. Otherwise, uh, the yeah, the, the matches don't make sense. The, the main event. Um. Yeah. Well. Well. But the thing is. The, the wrestling may have been good, but I, I 
when I look at a at a wrestling card, it doesn't matter what show it is. It could be it could be an independent show, it could be a Raw, it could be a WrestleMania, whatever. If if a match doesn't make sense on on any level, let alone multiple levels, then something's gonna be off about it. Okay. All right, so go on. Your low lights, what do you got? <laughs> they keep rolling. Go on. Well, okay, so 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 far we have the the opening uh, the opening um uh, segment. Yeah, yeah. that felt like WCW Nitro 98. Uh, uh, well I would go 99 2000. That was terrible. Okay, anyway, yeah. uh yeah, 98 we were still we were still on an upward tr- trend in WCW. No, I'm saying you know like the ending the ending the end segments where like all these guys all these guys come out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go on. No, I know I know exactly what you're talking about. And then, and then the other the other ones that we mentioned, of course, Omos and John Morrison, which was just terrible. Sure. But I got I got I got two more for you. Okay. Do drop it, Eva Marie. Get the fuck off my screen. I have no problem. I have no problem with do drop. The fact that she has been saddled in this position is a fucking travesty. Ben, can I tell you something? Yeah. My low light has to be... Hold on. Dewdrop versus Eva Marie. I can't do it. I am not going to do it the way it usually, I usually do it. I just... I, I can't bring myself to care. Your your pronunciation of her name is much more entertaining than anything Eva Marie does in a wrestling ring. Yeah. I don't know. Eva Marie. No. I Elios is, and I, I I mean this in all sincerity. <laughs> okay, let, go on. Let me ask you a question. In what in what realm? Would would someone with with the the amount of well, I should say I I, I was gonna say the amount, but I should say the, the non-existent talent of of Eva Marie. What is she doing, making a living in professional wrestling? That like right. oh, that bothers me. Okay, we um. Wait, who won that match? Not that I care, but I'm just uh, I'm going somewhere. Who won that match? So, so it, 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 nobody won because okay, because uh, Bleach Report attacked her before the bell. Bleach Report gave it an incomplete. <laughs> well, that's why it's so. Oh, I don't even. Just that match was just awful. And then, and then here's a here's another uh, low light. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Nia Jax. What so? I, 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 I don't get why this match is getting so much love from people. I'm just, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Okay, I made a comment on TikTok about this. I asked how bad was that match, right? And someone stitched their video to my comment. Like they made a video reply to my comment. Yeah. They said, I don't think it was 
a bad match. I think they, because Naya just likes working stiff. So I just think they were working stiff as well. I don't think it was a bad match. I don't think there's any heat. Oh my God. <laughs> well, well, there should have been. I can tell you that. There should have been. Um, but it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, I ha- I am so glad that we're recording this podcast when we are because, you know, if this was a normal Friday night for me, I would be subjecting myself to SmackDown right now. Um, so, so I'm kind of glad I don't have to do that given how bad Monday Night Raw was. Well, you don't know that SmackDown's going to be bad. Are you recording it? Yeah. Okay. And so also watch it back. I have to watch it back too later on tonight. Yeah. Uh, but uh, thanks to see. Like, I, I know they're having Roman Reigns and Finn Balor. Well, but, yeah. And that's, that's for the title. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm not, it's not necessarily even a criticism of, of, of SmackDown. What, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, after everything that we've seen on WWE television yeah. thus far this week, I'm kind of burnt out on it. I just, I don't understand it. So that, those are the highlights and lowlights of uh, Monday Night Raw. Elio, before we move on to, um, to your take on Dynamite, is there any, anything of, of note that we, that we missed? I'm absolutely done with this 24-7 championship. It is it is a waste of time. Why? Oh, oh. I am so fucking happy you said something. Because <laughs> I I almost forgot because because it, it has just burned itself into my retinas. And I was gonna try to forget about it, but Due to due to your marvelous sense of timing, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> let let me explain to people what happened oh, God. during this twenty four seven championship segment. Which uh, why the twenty four seven title is still a thing, I'll never understand. I it's not funny, then, but whatever. And since winter, Tazawa and our truth friends. <laughs> Well, <laughs> but, but here's the thing, right? So Tazawa is dressed up like a dog. <laughs> that was Tazawa, I swear. I thought that was our truth. Okay, we'll go on. And our truth is petting the the dog that is Akira Tazawa. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> This, this, this is some weird kind of <laughs> cosplay shit that I don't want to be looking at. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of I've heard of furries, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, good lord. Uh, so, uh, so that's it for the lowlights, highlights, raw. 
Absolutely. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to AEW Dynamite. And what do you have for highlights? Um, I I really enjoyed um the um the end the ending to the show with, with all the chaos in in the cage and um what you didn't see on air but what i really enjoyed as an extra was was like when um tony khan came down and was yelling at uh kenny omega oh for for attacking everybody in the cage Uh oh um i i thought that was that was very good um and um, you know that's saying something because typically I'm not a fan of of six man tag matches. Sorry, uh, uh, which match was this again? It it was it was the six man tag main event. So it was okay. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. The Elite versus Lucha Brothers and Jurassic Express. Yes. Okay. Essentially, eight man. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm sorry. It was an eight man. Did I? Did I say six? Yeah, man? you said six man. That's why I was. I was confused. I'm like, wait, man. What? Which one were you, were you talking about? No, absolutely. I meant. I meant eight man. I'm sorry. Um, but um, just given what um the build to to the uh all out stuff, I have to. I have to give this uh, this ending a bit of credit. I, I really thought that was well done, and and then um, and then of course FTR versus um, Santana versus, Ortiz. Yes. Yeah. That will always be a highlight. Um, what are your highlights for the show? Uh, my highlights were uh, FTR and Santana Ortiz and that main event, and I've got the CM Punk uh, segment as well. Absolutely. And um, for for lowlights, um, I didn't like the women's match. Um, no, I I only liked the return of energy. Well, I yeah, I, hashtag I, I, yummy. <laughs> well, I, well, I agree. Jungle uh, Boy is a very lucky man. That's all I can say about that. Um, but e- but even that return, right? So even though I'm very happy that Anna Jay is back and off the injury report, um, I I thought that that, that could have been saved for the pay per view. You know, yeah, I, I, you know what I didn't like? I didn't like um the way she returned. Like she just like walked out to the ring. It's like I you, you would have thought like a, a return like that. Like she would just like ran out and slid into the ring and like cleared the cleared the ring. But she just walked out. Yeah. So and, yeah. Um, and so that could have been that that could have been handled better. And then. Um, the the other the other uh, low light that I had um, was uh, was the Hardy family office stuff. I yes. don't. What, what a stupid name! I don't like that. Um, Hold on, which one, what, what was that all about? Uh, what, what, where was it? What part was that? Um, 
I don't have the AEW card in front of me. Because oh, it's okay. It's okay. Go on. Um, but the, but then can we just talk about how asinine the heel turn of Billy Gunn on Paul White was? I mean, was that during the QT Marshall and Orange Cassidy match? Yeah. <laughs> what are they? It was so stupid. Okay, now, now, first of all, I couldn't give two shits about Paul White versus QT Marshall. No. If, <laughs> if you asked me to. Okay, in my opinion, that should be the kickoff match. Yeah. Since, um, since the women's battle royale got moved to the main card. Oh, okay. Oh, um, wow. All right. Well, we, and the reason why it got moved to the main card is because, unfortunately, um, Andrade um, and um, Pac's match got moved to a to a future edition of Dynamite because for some reason Pack is unavailable. Oh, so that's not that match isn't happening at all. No, not okay. at the not at the pay per view. Okay, all right, okay. Um, but it's just. All that being said, I couldn't give two shits about this this feud with QT Marshall and Paul why do you, White. Why, why do you call him QT Marshall? Why do you why do you listen to him? Just call him QT Marshall. QT Marshall. <laughs> Fuck. Well, no, no, no. I, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up. So let me explain. Because the reason I call him that, yes, is because the the commentary booth calls him that. Yeah, because he tells them to pronounce it that way. Well, ex- exactly, but. But it also illustrates how stupid I think QT Marshall is. Like, I, I, I hate that gimmick. I, I hate this storyline. This is not pay-per-view quality shit. No, it's terrible. This is going to be a bad match. Yeah, yeah and I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm really not interested. Okay, so that's your lights. Uh, do, you have, do you have more, or...? Uh, no, that's all I had. Okay, my, uh, my little lights, I'm gonna, uh, I don't know what you think of the MJF and, uh, Jericho stuff. I, I actually, I, I really liked it, but it's, but I don't think it was as good as what other people were, were talking about, so that's why I didn't put it in the highlight. Um, yeah, so the low lights, anything with QT Marshall is not that, is not that cool light for me. And yeah. also, Brian Cage and uh, Hobbs. Yeah, that needs to end. And uh, of course, the women's match, Penelope Ford and Ty Conti. Although they're both yummy, so, but still, low light. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> All right, so is that it for AEW? Yes, sir. All right. So now uh, we say we move on to our all-out predictions. Good stuff. All right. So let me just pull up the predictions here. I have them right in front of me. 
So All Out is on Sunday, September 5th from the Now Arena in Chicago, Illinois. And here we go from top to bottom because starting with the kickoff. So we have... Okay. Automatically, I don't like this match. I'm not a fan of these multi-person tag matches. We have a 10-man tag team match with the best friends and Jurassic Express versus the Hardy Family Office. Um, my, well, one, I don't give a shit about that match uh, for reasons I just explained. Um, but if I if I have to pick if I have to pick a winner, it's going to be Best Friends and Jurassic Express, given given the momentum that Jurassic Express has built up. Yep, I'm going with the best the best friends in Jurassic Express. Then we have the main card. The main card, our first matchup is the 21 woman casino battle royal for an AEW Women's Championship match. So we have Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, the Bunny. Big Swole, Julia Hart, Ty Conti, Diamante, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, Hikaru Shida, Emi Sakura, Jade Cargill, Kira Hogan, Abaddon, Leila Hirsch, Kylan King, Rebel, Jamie Hayter, Anna Jay Riho, and Sky Blue. And uh, one woman that, to be announced still. Well, and my pick goes to the to be announced because I think that to be announced person is Ruby Wright, soon to be Ooh. known as soon to be known as Ruby Soho. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna have to go with that one as well. The to be announced because usually when we have a surprise like that, usually they end up uh, surprising all of us. <laughs> yes, and um. And to be honest with you, I saw the the hype video for Ruby Soho's debut. Okay. And um, it was awesome. So she would definitely be my pick. Was that her uh, stealing a car or something? <laughs> I I don't think she stole a car unless I missed something. But no, well, I don't because think apparently she... they had like uh, videos of her. I guess that's like her gimmick or something or her kit that they have. I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, no, that doesn't sound familiar, no. Okay. All right, next we have John Moxley versus Satoshi Kojima. Ben, have you ever seen this guy, Satoshi Kojima? No, no, sir. Okay, he's in New Japan. Um, He's not bad. Uh, if you watch one of his matches, if you watch any of his matches, actually, when he gets his opponent in the corner, he starts going to work with the chops and chest. It's like it's not like one, two. It's like it's like lightning quick chops. Yeah. So yeah, and so this guy, um, he's part of um a tag team over there called Ten Cozy, along with another wrestler named Hiroyoshi Tenzan. Say his tag team name. Partner's name again? He Hiroyo Hiro, Hiroshi Tenzan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I said it wrong for some. It's Hiroshi Tenzan. Okay. 
So together they're called Ten Cozy. I, yeah, I'm not sure where they get the name, but I guess they put their names together and. They, yeah, it's not it's not the best, but okay. Next is the match that no one cares about. Well, oh, my predi- my prediction for that match is obviously John. John Moxley. Moxley, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the next one is no the one no one cares about: Paul White and QT Marshall. Okay. Oh, I'm going with Paul White, even though no one cares. Well, <laughs> so, well, so, so am I, but I can't express to you how little I give a damn. All right, next we have Chris Jericho versus MJF. If Jericho loses, he must retire from in-ring competition. It's, it's got to be Jericho at this point. Of course it's going to be Jericho because it's all about him. Not as much as Cody. Cody with Cody, it's even worse. It's really all about Cody, but Jericho, like, at least he lost the last one to MJF just to set this one up. Well, and I thought it was, I thought it was, it was really stupid to, to have, to have them lose uh, the last one, because then what was the point of the five labors if they were only going to have a pay-per-view match? Just have the pay-per-view match. Like, it's just... I have a question about how, how stupid is that to choose effect? It looks so bad, like when I actually saw it up close. Um, I I I will disagree with you there. I don't think it's a bad finisher. I think I think it's the the what you mean the go on. But I I think I I think what you're talking about is when it was done off the top rope. Okay, but I was talking about the one that MGF hit. It looked um, look kind of bad. Oh, did he hit? Did he hit the Judas? He he he, he the Judas effect in Jericho in in the match. Oh, I I must have missed that. I I don't recall. Okay, so obviously we're going with Jericho on that one. Yes. This next one, okay. For the AEW TNT Championship, Miro versus Eddie Kingston. Um, oh. Which, this one wasn't even built. It had, it had no buildup at all. Yeah, that's what I don't. That's what I don't like about it. It should be an awesome match, but with with no build, I just you know. I'm gonna but, go. I'm gonna go with God's favorite champion, Miro. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Miro. This is how they should have booked him from the jump, and they can't take the title off of him now. The so next we have a steel cage match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships: The Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. I think it's time for the yeah, Brothers. My, my pick would be the Lucha Brothers. Absolutely. Yep. Then we have for the AEW Women's World Championship, Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. As much as I love Chris Statlander, I'm going with Britt Baker. Yeah, so am I. Britt Baker. Then we have CM Punk versus Darby Allen. Ben. <laughs> 
It's got to be CM Punk. It, it has to be. Oh, although I don't know. There, there, was like, uh, there was like an article I read where it said, could CM Punk lose his uh, debut match against Derby Allen? I just, I don't think it makes much sense. No, I don't, I don't think they'd have him lose, especially in Chicago. They wouldn't have him lose in his hometown. No, no, I just, I don't see that happening. The same WWE where they had Bailey losing in her hometown of California. Oh, uh, do you remember that? I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> no, but but I I, I I mean, I could see if the feud continues, I could see CM Punk putting uh, Darby Allen over, but it, considering that this is um, this is Punk's um, first match back in seven years, plus it's in his hometown, I, to me, there's no conceivable way that he loses this match. And then, okay, and then the main event for the AEW World Championship, Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. Uh, I'm going to go with Omega. Yeah, I'm going with Omega as well. Because I think Cage is a, Christian Cage is still a, a, a champion, right? Because he only uh, retired one belt. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that is our prediction for All Out. And now for my co-host. Oh, no. Actually, uh, we are now going to take a trip back to 1987. <laughs> you almost cl- closed off the show, didn't you? No, I was going to go with the trivia questions that I had open. Okay. But, but, right. I, but, I, but I figured out that we still have to do the... So let me uh, pull up the 1987 yearbook. And Ben, here we go. So the because we're all over 1987, we can't keep going back and forth, like from June to August to April. So we're going to leave the, the line parked for this week. It's, and, getting, it's getting dusty and I'm getting pissed. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, we're we're, we're going to find something soon. I, I keep checking the last chance to watch section, see if there's yeah. anything, any new episodes, their last chance to watch before it disappear. Exactly. So our first batch, we had a six-man tag, sorry, yeah, a six-man tag match. We had Jeff Jarrett, Billy Travis and Tracy Smothers defeating the team of Paul Diamond, Patanaka, and Killer Carl. Who's Killer Carl? I'm not being a smart ass. Oh, you know what? I do. I never even heard of this guy either. Um, so, but I think he's a manager. Actually, before we go on, did you watch that video I sent you of a brother Ernest Angel? Yeah, I did. <laughs> what would you think? <laughs> he he was definitely an elevated version of Brother Love. I really enjoyed it. Well, see, that was before Brother Love. They they brought him in before the baby ever thought of uh, bringing a character like Brother Love on their show. Yeah. So he managed uh, the Choir Boys and he managed Gary Young and uh, Max Payne, I believe it was. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking up uh, kill, Killer Carl Cox. Apparently, he was from my hometown. Oh, okay. All right, so next up we had uh, Japan wrestler Mr. Hilo defeating Brickhouse Brown. I don't know why, but I always get a kick out of that name whenever I hear it. I, I don't I, I, I always I, have not, to laugh. I'm actually surprised because I heard of this guy, but I didn't know he was as big of a name. As big a name as he was in here in Memphis. No, I, I and and to your point, I would not have guessed that either. Then we had Moondog Spot defeating Bucky Siegler. Just that name. Oh God. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up just for shits and giggles because the, the name is awesome. Do you need the spelling of the last name? S-P-O-T. What Moondog Spot are you talking about the other name? No, I'm talking about Moondog Spot. Oh, yeah, Moondog. You, you know, I spell Moondog Spot, S-P-O-T. Yes. He was in the WBF. Oh, and, 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 he, and oh, he died really young, too. Yeah, he was, he was part of the Moondogs. They were tag team in WWF. Yeah, that was, uh, that was before my, uh, my time. Apparently, he um he suffered a heart attack in the ring, and um uh, during Jerry Lawler's birthday bash. And next we had Goliath defeating Alan West. Good lord! Sorry. Where do they come up with these names? It's so funny. You can definitely tell. That this was back in the eighties. But this was good stuff, not like we see today. Oh, oh, I have no doubt. I, I have no, I have no doubt whatsoever. Now, Ben, hold on. I'm gonna send you a picture for this next match that I'm about to throw at you. Let me just look up the, the if I can find the picture or the video. I might have to send you the video. If I can find the photo. So give me a bear with me here. Okay, I'm gonna send you the video. All right, let me go back up, scroll back up, and uh, I'll send it off to you. So we'll do share and save video. Okay. So let me uh, pull your messenger up. See that right here, only on the PNC Prediction podcast, you get this stuff. Absolutely. All right. So what I'm going to send you is a video, okay? Now you don't have to watch it now, but uh, if you, unless you watch it with the sound, well, yeah, you have your headphones, so I can't hear anything. So, so go ahead, take, take a look at that video I just sent you. Okay, let me uh, let me pull up my my Facebook. Um, it's funny because I didn't get a notification on my phone yet. Oh, weird. Don't worry, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get it. Um, yeah, it hasn't come through yet. I don't think. Oh, oh, okay. Let's uh, check what's going on there. So. 
Don't you hate it when technology doesn't work? Oh, you know what? It hasn't come through because it's still loading. I don't know why. Okay, I'm just eating. Probably because of the length of the video. Well, it's only only a minute is the thing. I guess... yeah, but with video, it's it's a, it's a little dodgy from time to time. All right, no worries. You know what? I'm going to find a quick picture and uh, show you. Cool. You can be like, what the hell? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay, here we go. Let's... Okay. Here we go. Okay, I just sent you one. The the image. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still waiting for it. Oh, okay. Uh hold on. What? You know we just did that on air. Yes, yes, I know. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to fill that air, bro. Uh, yeah. Oh my God! The, the, okay, the video is actually uh, loading. It's almost done, so it should be there shortly. Yeah, it's um, it, it hasn't come out yet. Should we just move on to the next thing? Uh, then... let's, let's move on to the next match. But the that video is Lord Humongous, and he defeated David Johnson. I'm I'm sorry, Lord uh, Humongous. Lord okay. Humongous. Uh, okay, here, here now. Here's the here's the video and the picture. Go ahead, take a look. My my God, it's like uh, Jason Voorhees <laughs> needs demolition. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let me double check. I want to give you some misinformation. Uh, Oh, now, who, who is this guy again? That is Lord Humongous. He was managed by Paul E. Dangerly. Oh, dear. Now, Ben, would you like to know the man's name? Would you like to know the man's uh, name? Um, because, okay, he was uh, he was portrayed by several different wrestlers. Okay, all right. Yeah. So the first being my Mike Stark, the original Lord Humongous. Okay. Yeah. Then the character was played by a number of wrestlers: Jeff Van Camp Senior, Sid Vicious. Oh God! And Barry Buchanan. Oh Lord! And Sid's son Gunnar Udy. And I'm reading this. This is all on Wikipedia. Scott Hall wrestled as Lord Humongous in PWF out of Florida in 1989. And John King wrestled as Lord Humongous in 1985, Texas All Star Wrestling. Well, apparently, Lord Humongous is also in Matt, you know, the Mad Max movies. No, that 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 that's uh, 
that's the the Mad Max movie. That's uh, where they got the character. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In Mad Max, uh, that that was the Road Warrior. He was the inspiration for Lord Humongous character. And then, oh. of course, WB after turning Karen Cross into one. Oh, oh God! You know, yeah, that's exactly who um, who Karen Cross looks like. But it's so weird that you you said something. So then we had Bad Company. Paul Diamond, Pat Tucker, defeating Greg Jones and Dave Wilson. And in, uh, and in the next tag team match, we had Jerry Dollar and Superstar built on the defeating Jack Hart and Chick Donovan. Chick Donovan. <laughs> that's, a, that's funny. Following that, we had Phil Hickerson. I didn't even know this guy was a big name in Memphis. I had heard of the name. I didn't know he was as big as he was. He defeated Terry Taylor. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a little weird, but... And then, Ben? Yeah. Six-man tag team action. The team of J.D. Southern, Paul Diamond, and Soul Train Jones. Oh, uh, oh God. defeating defeating Bubba the Belt Collector, Goliath, and Big Tony. Big, Big Tony, oh, oh Big Tony. Now, and you know who Bubba the Belt Collector is? Remind me. This was in 1987, years before he became Tugboat in Typhoon. Uh, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> then we had Superstar Bill Dundee defeating Clone. Oh. <sighs> what are with these gimmicks in the 80s? Good God. <laughs> in tag team action, okay. Austin Idol, another big name in in Memphis. Austin Idol and Tommy Rich, Tommy Wildfire Rich, defeated the team of Soul Train Jones and Snowman. What? <laughs> so Soul Train Jones and Snowman. <laughs> where do you where do you find this shit? I, I can't make this up. I actually saw the, these matches. No, no I'm, trust me, I'm not accusing you of making it up. No, oh, I know. I'm wow. saying, like, uh, like, yeah. I, you can't make stuff like this <laughs> Okay. Then we have Jeff Jarrett and Billy Travers. These two were a popular tag team in Memphis. They defeated Killer Carl and Goliath. And then in the next one, they defeated the team of the Assassins. And in the final match of the yearbook for 1987, we had Jerry Lawler defeating Hangman Bobby Jaggers. All right, let me let me look him up because I've I've never heard of Hangman Bobby Jaggers. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, he, his name is was always followed by um another guy named Rip the Crippler Oliver. Um, I'm. I mean, I've I've heard of Brett Oliver. Yeah, well, um, actually, uh, 
if you can't find anything, I can look them up real quick and uh, send you one. All right, hold on. Let's see, Bobby Jaggers. Okay. Poor guy. He was only he was only sixty four. Who? Bobby Jaggers when he died. Oh, did you find a picture of him? Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. He was yeah he was big in Memphis and Texas. So that is the Memphis yearbook for nineteen eighty seven. Memphis wrestling yearbook nineteen eighty seven. Now before we close out this show, Ben, I've got trivia questions for you. Oh Lord. All right, are you ready? I don't know. Give it a shot. <laughs> you know, because this is painful for you, I know. I'm going to get this one out of the way real quick. We got Ms. Trivia. Oh, jeez. Well, this is actually a, a this or that kind of thing, okay? okay. So I'm going to give you two options, and you, can, and you tell me which one you think was better. Okay. Ms. Better champion in 2010 or 2021? 2010. Better gear in 2006 or 2021? 2021. Even though he looks like a flying nun. <laughs> but, 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 but in 2006, he, in 2006, he looks like the cover boy for Afrocomian Fitz, so I can't have that. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> okay. And, uh, what, was, what was the better breakup? Miss and Morrison from 2009 or Miss and from 2021? 2021. And the last one, which one is better? Awesome Miss or Must See Miss? Um, awesome Miss. All right, so we got that one. We will now that one is out of the way. I got some championship trivia questions for you. Oh, god, are you ready? Yes, sir. How many times have the Usos won the tag titles? Three, five, seven, or nine? Uh, seven, correct. Randy Orton is a how many times tag team champion? One, two, three, or four? I would say hold on. I think three. Correct. All right. Becky Lynch was the second SmackDown Women's Champion. True or false? False. Correct. And the last question. How many days has Bobby Lashley been WWE champion? 177, 167, 157, or 147? Oh, well, I, I would have, I honestly, I would have no way of knowing that because I'm terrible with numbers. I, I'm just going to guess and say uh, 147. 177. You okay. got three out of four on that one. 
Well, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Okay, and the last one before we close on show. This one is another championship uh, trivia. Cool. Who presented Triple H with the title 19 years ago on Monday Night Raw? Was it Shawn Michaels, Mr. McMahon, Paul Heyman, or Eric Bischoff? Eric Bischoff. Correct. Who had the longest reign? Seamus, Triple H, Batista, or John Cena? Uh, I think John Cena. Batista. Hmm. All right. Color me surprise. Edge had the most reigns, true or false? As what? As champion. False. True. As world heavyweight cha- champion? I don't think so. I think they have it combined. I don't know. They they don't even specify. No, no, that, we're not we're not gonna count that because that's just very weird. They don't even specify, so okay, yeah. All right, the final question. Who was the final champion? John Cena, Undertaker, Randy Orton, or Sheamus? John Cena, because he handed the belt to uh, Ric Flair. But apparently they have Randy Orton here. No, that's, that's bullshit. If we're talking, I know, I know, I know this for a fact, because if we're talking about the World Heavyweight title, AKA the big gold belt, it was John Cena because he handed it to Ric Flair and then they retired it. I can't believe this is the WWE Instagram. They don't even know their own history. Yeah, that, that's pretty bad. Because they, they, they write these trivia questions. I even, like, I get on the most reigns. Edge had the most reigns. I guess false, like you. And they said I was, it was wrong. It's actually true. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. This is right from the WWE Instagram account, ladies and gentlemen, and they don't even know their own history. So, wait a minute. What what title did they say Edge had the most reigns with? They didn't specify. The question just read, Edge had the most reigns, true or false? Well, unless, unless they're combining all his championships... But that doesn't make any sense. Right? The question doesn't make sense. You didn't specify which championship. Right. Okay, so Ben, what do you do? Ben, just do close. Yeah, that was, a, that was a somewhat anti-climatic ending because I, I took WWE to school. I should have I should have stuck with the original plan and gone with the trivia before the yearbook. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna be this. Oh my god. Okay. It's all right. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's that's another episode. That's it. Another episode of the PC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Elio Canella. He's Ben Pierce. Ben, say goodnight to the fans. Enjoy all out just as much as I'm gonna enjoy my vacation. Elio, we will um we will uh cover um we were we will cover all out on the Tuesday after I get back. All right, and uh later tonight I uh, will be doing the lights out edition. Well, I'm gonna put 
these together because I still need to watch Impact. But once I put them all together, then I can upload it and that'll be ready. So that'll be the debut episode of Lights Out. Okay, cool. But um, are you are, so are you gonna upload this separately, like as its own show? Yeah. Okay. Let's tell cool. the let's tell it's gonna be the NXT NXT UK Impact and um, yeah, <laughs> those three. Yeah, we'll be good. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah, I'll be I'll be very interested to hear that once it goes up. Yeah. Well, because the NXT was interesting this week. I wouldn't say it was necessarily bad. It was so I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a chance on the 14th. I don't know what they're gonna do, but yeah, I well I, I don't have high hopes. All right. So fans, we will talk to you all after the pay-per-view uh, Tuesday, right? What what day is that? That is um I believe that's let me let me look the the fourteenth. Uh yeah, Tuesday the fourteenth. All right, so we will talk to you then. So in the meantime, in the between time, bye for now.